What's up, guys? Welcome back. I thought you were going to have such a great intro with that, like... <laughs> that long... I just wanted we to always keep you say, in suspense. Well, we always say, what's up, guys? What, welcome down to... <laughs> welcome down. Welcome to... Uh, oh, my God. Now the it's Bay. all botched. Well, now, now it's a fucking disaster. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. It, it was fine before you said anything. Why don't you just have... Why don't you just edit this with fast cuts? Because it would be appropriate for uh, just have a multiple cuts and make it really confusing. Oh, okay. So yeah. people are just kind of lost. In like the... we're diffusing a bomb right now, and we also have to talk about the rock. Yeah, I'll speed it up. I'll speed the whole episode up like one point five times. This is so it'll only be like an hour and a half. Yeah. Um. Welcome to the dock of the bay. Michael Bay. Hey, that is. There you go. Um, that's something, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I liked it. And it's our first Michael Bay episode. Ooh. Oh, wow. That Holy is, shit. Is that not the most perfect hey, timing? That's perfect timing. That you've ever heard? I hope that explosion just like. Was oh, I can sh- totally yeah. hear it. Yeah, for Good. sure. It Good. It sounded like a gunshot. Well, what a perfect way to kick off our Michael Bay side of this season but to have some explosions going on in the background (laughs) um it's fucking perfect um we're talking michael bay the other side of Zack snyder this season and we're not talking his his first movie here what was his first movie i think it was bad boys oh uh you know and i think we're probably gonna end up talking one and two on our bad boys two episode i'm thinking we do too yeah i mean we're doing two for sure yeah, I think, I think we should have a little bit plural of plural too. Oh, okay, two <laughs> bad boys. Um, I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're doing his 1996 American action thriller classic. Classic, some will say, The Rock, starring Nicolas Cage. You got to reverse the billing there. It's got to be Sean Connery starring Sean, the late great Sean Connery. Yeah. And Nicolas Cage and Ed Harris, who we love. Yeah, um, Ed Harris is amazing. Uh, great. And, and we're joined here by a recurring guest, Brian. How's Hello. it going, Brian? Hi, audience. Hi, uh, Adam. Brent. It's going yeah. well. How are you guys? Oh, you know. You know what? Oh, we're doing great. Um, <laughs> you guys are talking about Bad Boys 1 and 2. Mm. I can't get over the fact that Bad Boys 3 is called Bad Boys for Life. Oh, and I, yeah, and it's the third one. Yeah, they definitely. Sh- there's a secret hidden movie somewhere. Oh, I feel like they. Why do you do that? Should be the last Bad Boys, right? Bad Boys Three, yeah, and so you last. kind of cut yourself off when you put that movie out because mm-hmm. it's like, what do you call Bad Boys Four now? Uh, this one's just Bad Boys. Yeah, they should call Bad Boys Four Bad Boys Three. 
They should just yeah. do some arithmetic. Yeah. Bad, ba- bad boys five yeah. minus four ever. I don't know. I I, I mean I was gonna say bad out. boys forever. Like that that's a little bit of the like rise of the planet of the apes, uh, dawn of the well, planet of the, the apes. That's what the third syndrome. movie is called, right? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's bad, no, boys bad boys for, for life. life. Oh, yeah, okay, I was just saying four. If okay. if in well, that's what I mean. Like, the third hard, one yeah. is supposed to be. That's the title of the fourth one. It should have been the title of the fourth one, but instead it was the title for the third one. Also, yeah. Yeah. I just learned that... Uh, Uh-oh. I already forgot his name. Martin Lawrence? <laughs> no, the guy Will who Smith. died. Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, well, Sean Connery. Sean Connery yeah. died? Yeah, he died uh, fairly recently, right? It was like a yeah, year he, ago um, or something? I want to say it was like f- maybe five or six months ago. He was yeah, 90. Was, like, the guy was old because i mean he he fully retired from acting um i think league of extraordinary gentlemen that was do it. no you know what adam we've talked about this what? sir billy oh sir no he did billy. he no he retired after um league of extraordinary gentlemen and decided to do sir billy because he's a scotsman that's the only reason why he decided to do sir mm-hmm. billy because he's yeah. like i love scotland I'll come back for this. Mm-hmm. And Sir Billy is its own conversation. It's an animated CGI fe- feature. And it's about a Scotsman. And uh, wow. has a real unique look to it. It's real. I'm putting Sir Billy in the notes. It's just real in case wild. We cover it, yeah. Um, on the podcast now. Uh, I think but, we should watch Sir Billy eventually. It'll be our final episode. We'll just, we'll save it for the final episode. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the one that we rent a theater out for. Get the Blu-ray. We should get the Blu-ray. Watch Sir Billy on the on the biggest screen possible. Spent. I mean, what seventy-five bucks? Who cares? Split it fifteen Easy. ways. That's drag our friends bucks. who don't want to see that. I've never heard of it. I mean, we'll all when this yeah. episode drops, I'll post a link to the trailer. It's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare. It looks really bad. Uh, but yeah, what I was saying is that yeah, he's been retired for so long and like out of the limelight um that when he died it was like man yeah he he had gotten really old like but we haven't seen him since he was like 70 in league of extraordinary gentlemen the funny thing is is that he's always looked like after to me to me it was sean connery as bond and then sean connery as as uh the rock his character in the rock and also in indiana jones last crusade Uh and that's like and obviously, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, like those are the two instances. Movie. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> was it called fucking Last Dragon? Something, some kind of dragon? It, no, it's oh uh, oh oh the Dragonheart. One of the Dragonheart. He's a sword yeah. movie too. Oh, Excalibur. Scal- right, I think. No, uh, there can only be one. Highlander. He's in Highlander. Is he in Highlander? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know. <laughs> I know. He is. He is the dragon. Uh, oh, in yeah. Dragonheart, uh, he one of the best scores of all time, I'll say, as one of the best yeah. musical scores. He was in Highlander. Oh shit! And he was also in Touchables, which was also great. You remember that movie? The uh, I haven't seen that one. You never seen Untouchables? No, I need Have to. Have you seen it, Brian? I don't think so. It's about the um, it's about the the mafia and the uh, De Niro prohibition. Is... Okay, prohibition. It's a really good like uh, gangster movie. Yeah, it's it has... De Palma. Yes, De Palma, and it has um, uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's really good in it. Robert Kevin De Niro, Costner. yeah. 
I I suggest uh, it's a, it's a, it's a solid movie for sure. I did yeah. watch. I mean, I have gone on a kick of watching old movies. I watched uh, Kiss of Death recently. Have y'all? Do y'all even know what Kiss of Death is? It sounds really familiar. It's a I, Nicolas I Cage it. movie, but it's starring Ooh. like the guy from CSI Miami. Like I don't know his name. Oh, but the guy oh, with the red oh. hair. Uh, from Jade. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get it David no I know it David Caruso David Caruso, yeah, David Caruso. yes dude it, it's like him and Nicolas Cage and Michael Rappaport and Helen Hunt and it, I had wow like, and Ving Rhames I had like I was like what is this movie uh it was amazing it was just like a, I need to watch it yeah I've heard a lot do you remember do you know who directed it do you remember I don't know um, um man, but it has like yeah. that attitude of like we're gonna show them how good we are at directing like right off the bat like I just thought it was a hilarious movie that it was just it kept up the energy and it was fun. And after watching The Rock, it was like a nice follow up. But is that, are you saying, yeah. is it the one with Jet Li? Is that, is that what you No. Talking? No, it's. What's it called? I thought it was called Kiss of Death with oh, Nicolas Kiss Cage. Kiss of Death. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have I it here. Kiss it's Kiss of um, the Dragon. Oh. And that was Jet Li. Yeah. Oh, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a Burbet Schroeder picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, who could, for, who could forget Bur- Burbet <laughs> Schroeder? Spoiler, um, they're the next directors on our scene. The thing is, though, oh, like, the title Schroeder. makes no sense. Like, Kiss of Death, like, no one says it. It means no, it, it's just like one of those movies where, like, all right, let's just make a kick ass movie with Nicolas Cage in it. Yeah. I mean, uh, man, we might just have to, like, get right into Nicolas Cage, maybe, but, like, his 90s run is insane. Um, we're going to talk a couple of actors. We can maybe save him for a little bit later and just kind of set up some stuff on the rock. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Michael Bay, but I want to, I want to ask you first, Brian, Okay, what's like, what's like your history with Michael Bay, Michael Bay's movies, uh, your relationship to like his filmography. Right. Okay. Well, I think I was like, I think I became aware of Michael Bay when Transformers was like big. Right. And so like, okay. Yeah. In my mind, like Transformers is Michael Bay. And then I went back and watched like Bad Boys and Pain and Gain. And uh, I think I've seen most of his movies. I yeah. think The Rock might be like my favorite one. I feel like that's a lot of people's favorites. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like he, his 90s, well, he only had three movies in the 90s. That's interesting. He had Bad Boys, The Rock, Armageddon. Armageddon. Oh, Arm- did you guys did you guys catch the Armageddon Easter egg in The Rock? I did. Was no. it just me? Okay, so it's the scene. The Rock where, came first, though. Yeah, I know. Oh fuck. Oh no. This no. okay. I had so many weird things like in the score. <laughs> like I heard like Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh like, yeah, Z- Zimmer shit. likes that. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, they're like in the hotel room when they like they're trying to get Sean Connery on their side, and they're all singing like "I'm leaving on a jet plane" like together. Or like maybe it's on the radio yeah. or something. I was just like, fucking Michael Bay. Yeah, I think uh, fucking Michael Bay yes. is probably what the, the line of this season is. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. Michael Bay. Yeah, that's totally. Uh, and then there's a great um, scene with that in uh, Armageddon yeah. too, isn't Armageddon. it? Isn't it Buscemi who's singing it? I mean, we're going to talk no, that movie. Um, I think it's I Ben Affleck and he's like, he's got a little animal cracker on. Uh, on oh, on yeah. uh, Liv Tyler's, Tyler's tummy. tummy. Yeah, and he's like, I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't know. That might be three I can't memories. wait to watch that movie again. I watched <laughs> that movie so much as a as a kid. So you you so Transformers was kind of the one that dude. Now hit you say hard. Armageddon, dude. I feel like Armageddon okay. was like a huge hit. Oh, same it here. Was. Yeah, yeah. But it's. I mean, but I forget that it's Michael Bay. Yeah, right? I what can't about wait. You, to Adam? What, yeah. What What about me? I mean, we're talking Bay. <laughs> you're like you're like okay. intro to Bay history. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
I remember, um, gosh, I remember, I don't know how, what my entry, what my entry drug was for Michael Bay, but I do remember I was like, Oh, Michael Bay, I want to see his movies now. And I got, I went to Hollywood video and (laughs) so Hollywood video is a rental store where you, you rent, you rent, um, uh, TikToks, but the TikToks last for hours, two to three and hours. You get it on this piece of plastic metal thing. You, you know, you know it. the Amazon Marketplace, Amazon Prime, where you rent movies. <laughs> what if you go into a place and you get a a disc that you have to give back? You have to physically drive back. I don't know if they know what days. a disc is either. You got a red box, but. Yeah, yeah. You need to walk inside the red box. Yeah. What if what yeah, what if you could walk what if you opened up the red yeah. box and there was a whole world <laughs> inside? And there was That's a great wave. There was there was a video game section, there was a you could get like candy popcorn combos. Mm-hmm. Um and and yeah, and then you could just pick out a couple of movies. You couldn't and, search like you couldn't pull up a search bar and just type in the movie you wanted. You had to go to the genre section. Or you could and, ask somebody up front. Yeah, they could be. Your, and they're they're kind of your Google. They're like your yeah, Google it was guy. A per- person that you had to talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I looked up Bad Boys because I I think I I saw Bad Boys 2 in theaters, which I probably shouldn't at that age, but I did. And I loved it. And I was like, I want to see Bad Boys 1. And I watched Bad Boys 1. And I yeah. and I like wanted to keep up with Michael Bay. And I loved him. And mm-hmm. I grew older and became more artsy and pretentious and say, fuck Michael Bay because Transformers sucks, which is not. He just ran it into the ground. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then like I had kind of a, you know, me and Michael had a little like, you know, distance for a while. And then I started like realizing how Michael Bay is actually, you know, he's pretty good. He's actually really good. And I Still had defended The Rock because I watched that movie a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, and I and I'm glad that uh, we're doing this one because it was it was a delight to 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 re-experience one of the movies I watched with my grandma. Uh, oh, R.I.P. Okay. Yeah, uh, grandma and grandma always watched uh, action movies with me, which was nice. That's like so Speed cool. Speed and The Rock. Yeah, yeah. So it was good to go come back. Yeah, I um. I, I think I think I have similar history to both of you guys. I think so. I've talked about on the show how I couldn't see rated R movies, right? And oh, we're getting to the big finish. Oh boy, listen to that. You hear that? They have like a new so firework. Nice. I had never seen it. Where it kind of explodes in a circle, and then all the explosions like kind of spiral on their own. I love oh, those. that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was cool. Little cluster, little yeah. cluster mm-hmm. bomb firework. Um, yeah, listeners just describing fireworks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, describing explosions. It's perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, his first two movies, Bad Boys and The Rock, I didn't see early on because I couldn't see them. I remember my my dad loving The Rock, which is super on brand for like the type of shit my dad liked. And um, but I couldn't see it. You know, I, I saw like maybe snippets on TV or something. I remember the little green balls. I remember the little green balls. Um, yeah, that was super. I was like, and I think balls. I maybe even saw him put it in the guy's mouth. And I was like whoa, what is this movie? But I didn't see the full thing <laughs> for a super long time because yeah. I, I couldn't really. Uh, but then uh, Armageddon was definitely a movie I saw in theaters. Yeah, um, was like a big, it was a big thing. I was like, man, Armageddon, I think as a kid until I was maybe like 
14 or 15, I was like, Armageddon's like, is one of the best movies, right? Like we can all agree. It's one of the canonical <laughs> yeah. masterpieces. That's the most fascinating. Um, did did thing, Armageddon yeah. start like that whole genre of movies of like day after tomorrow and like deep impact and, and, stuff? and the core? You guys was, remember it, the core? was that already the a core thing? was 2000s. I think deep impact was first. I want to say deep impact was like 97 or 96. Uh, but it was definitely those two movies are like, yeah. you know, sibling movies i think they all came out before 9-11 all those disaster movies yeah weird yeah and then after that uh took until like 2012 to get back to uh having fun with disaster i guess but (laughs) having um, fun with disaster. so so get ready for another actual disaster to happen and then ruin uh all of roland emmerich's movies for us again i guess covid is is not gonna get a greenland part two yeah maybe not greenland was good was it greenland was i watched greenland out of curiosity because people were like hey don't sleep on this movie it's good and it's good because i think they were limited budget wise that greenland is a gerard butler morena baccarin movie i was just so over gerard butler out of the world movies see listen i am whatever about what is it geo Geostorm. 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 We, we need to see that. I think, listen, here's why. <laughs> here's my quick two minutes on why Greenland is, is great and people should watch it. Uh, they were clearly very limited by the budget. And they did the thing that all people should do when they're limited by a budget. Uh, focus on the characters. So it really focuses on the relationship of the, the family. There's like these kids. It really plays up like the dread of an imminent um like what is it like meteor what is it like, strike is it like uh like cloverfield 12 cloverfield lane no it's it's like uh there's like an imminent asteroid strike well, i mean that's gonna it's hit. sort of like it's a box movie like it's just like kind of i mean they do hit the road and there's a lot of mm. it reminded me a little bit of war of the worlds too where like the steven spielberg one where it plays up the terror of it okay. instead of like only spectacle or in like nicholas cage terms like knowing yeah, no. I mean a little, maybe a little. It's like so knowing. funny. Like, yeah. I still haven't seen that, and I know how much you defend that movie. <laughs> Boy, you're just gonna think it's the biggest piece of shit. I'm sure. It's, yeah. Do you like knowing Brian? I don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I was it's, got Nick, only, it's got Nick yeah. Cage in it, so I mean, that's a plus. Yeah. I was worried coming into The Rock. I was like, man, if this doesn't hold up, I'm gonna be so upset. But yeah, it, it holds up. It it does hold there's, up. There's like yeah. no. There's not a lot of CGI. Which I think helps. It def. I think it definitely helps. I think Bay, you know, and we'll talk about the later career what he what happens with the CG stuff and visual effects. But uh, go go watch Greenland. Greenland's on HBO okay. Max. Uh, it's worth the watch. It's really fucking tense, and like you really care about the characters, and uh, it's uh, tense. But um, oh yeah, and then after Armageddon is Pearl Harbor. Oh, I think yeah. we're gonna cover that too. That one was a big one um, too. I remember yeah, seeing everybody that watched was, that movie. Yep. Yeah, I just remember all I remember from that movie is some guy's realistic finger being severed off and the intestines part. That's all. It's PG-13, though, isn't it? No, it is a hard R movie. Is it really? Dude, why did I think it was PG-13? Dude, that guy's intestines were spilled all over the place. He was trying to get it back into his. Well, that's Saving Private Ryan. No, it's Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Holy shit. I always thought it was interesting. I mean, yeah, there was a thing with like. I couldn't see rated R movies, but my dad was like, it's a war movie. So like, you'll see this yeah, and you'll yeah, like yeah. respect my like Marine Corps past. <laughs> um, but it was one of those. And then, yeah. And then I remember seeing bad boys Two in theaters and being like, Oh, 
huh, I need to go back and watch like those rated R movies now that I can watch them. And uh, yeah, and then he did like eight Transformers movies. And I was like, I think this guy's kind of done. But then, yeah, I mean, you kind of, you know, we have our pretentious teen years where we're like, PTA is actually like the best living director. I mean, um, that's not, and he, that's he probably is, but we haven't changed at all. Yeah. Um, but, and, <laughs> but yeah. And then at a certain point you go past that and there's like a, well, re- you start, reversing. you start understanding, like it, it's more like transcendent of like, y- you ignore the plot as much, but you have a more understanding of like the spectacle of things and how hard things are technically. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, I have a lot of respect for, for Michael Bay is that, like, you know, he was, he came from, he came from a career in doing commercials and did and took what he knew and applied that to his movies. And I think you showed me a good video. What was his name? The, um, uh, the Patrick Williams. Yeah. One? Patrick Williams, yeah. where he like. He made a great point where it's like all the shots are beautiful, but it's just so much over a long time that you just become insensitive. To yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Because he he approaches. This we won't a- we won't watch Six Underground, but <laughs> yeah. Six Underground is great, but it's like a fucking commercial the whole movie. Like there was one scene. Well, I'll, I'll just do my Six Underground thing right now because, <laughs> and I wasn't Go under any it. influence. Yeah. Uh, oh, not time. at all. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. And I did not smoke anything at all. Yeah. Um, but it was wild and you like it looked like a lot of it looked like a fucking um it looked like a commercial. Like there's this one the chick comes out of like the desert and it looks like a one of those commercials for hotels or like mm. a fashion commercial. Yeah. And then you see a hotel like commercial thing where it's like there's a card that says like the hotel that they're in and it's like really cool looking, but it's like this small little shot and it's like, it's all that constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just like you, 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 it's like your brain can't handle like all the fucking stimulus. It's like taking a, uh, it's like sniffing cocaine every like second. I completely agree <laughs> that, that that's like, that's where Michael Bay goes, right? Yeah. It's just cocaine, cocaine, neon lights, explosions. Mm. And I think that's yeah. what works about The Rock is that he was new mm. and he didn't have like an unlimited budget. And yeah. he was like trying to prove that he could do the things that other people could do. So you can feel him like putting in his own flavor into this movie, but it's not like overpowering everything else. But then you throw in like some good 90s schlock with like, well this is so green funny balls. we yeah. really need to get into the pacing because i think the pacing is like the biggest topic we're gonna have between snyder and and uh bay because mm, yeah this the rock is very interesting like when we get introduced to nicholas cage <laughs> there is like you know there's some like slow build up like he has a girlfriend and she's pregnant and that whole mm. situation to give you and that that's all fine. And then you had the bomb diffusing sequence, which was like insane, insane, crazy, completely. Insane. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what's happening th- or who's saying yeah. what. But, yeah, yeah. Go, oh, good. But I loved that scene because if you were in a situation where a bomb was going to go off, you wouldn't have a still shot. You'd have a very frenetic, like confusing, chaotic 
situation where you shouldn't understand what's happening because mm-hmm. there's a there's a bomb about to go off and like shit's fucking chaotic as hell. So that's why I appreciate it about. That's yeah, I I think it's it's almost like he has, and I'm sure he does. I've heard stories, but like a very short attention span. Oh yeah, and it very much feels like every scene he treats like a short film with its own pacing, its own kind of like, you know, increase in tension uh, and climax. And when you put all of that together, especially in his later movies, for sure, it can be overwhelming and can feel like a lot. And in this movie, uh, he has multiple scenes like that. Like, yeah, the bomb diffusing scene is so over the top and insane, but then it'll like slow it down again. And then I'll, you know, slow it down and like introduce Connery's character or something like Mm. that. Um, But yeah, he almost treats it like multiple short films kind of stitched together. Yeah. Because I mean, he's from commercials like he's used to. And I think Patrick Williams talks about that a little bit. Like he's used to getting as much in 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 a short amount. Yeah. Yeah. In a short amount of time as possible. And he carries that over into movies and the funny thing about that is you think you'd think his movies are short but they're all like over two hours yeah yeah i could believe this movie was as long as it was <laughs> yeah like halfway yeah. through i was like we're they're not, not even the there. island we're not even to the island <laughs> yeah we're not even an island i do want to make yeah. a quick shout out to nicholas cage for his introduction is that he gets a beatles vinyl oh, yeah. and he was like it sounds better and i was like this guy first i'm a beetle yeah. maniac <laughs> he's so fucking weird in his this pop movie, culture man. We'll we'll talk about we should also talk about Michael Bay's pop culture references because Michael Bay is really odd when it comes to pop culture. And I think Snyder gets the edge on this one because Snyder knows how to do pop culture in a more like palatable way. While Michael Bay, when he references something in pop culture, is very cheesy. Yeah, it's very of its era. And I think we talked about this on the Army of the Dead where it's like. Snyder is like the actually cool version of Michael Bay <laughs> Yeah, where it's like, they're both doing very similar things where like, I wanted to say this too earlier when you're talking about like how every shot's like a commercial. Like I think a lot of modern directors like your Finchers or Spielberg, they're like what they are great at is blocking, right? Like mm-hmm. having maybe longer shots of like where, you know, the interplay between characters is like really figured out and like developed. And then I think, both Bay and Snyder, what they're great at is like literal, just like shot composition, like making actually like beautiful shots. I think both mm. of them use slow-mo quite a bit. Mm. Um, and so there's more of a focus on like the style of a beautiful frame than maybe a scene that is like very well put together. And I'm not saying one's better than the other. I think it's a taste thing. Uh, but that just seems like a thing that both directors have in common mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and definitely becomes, you know, later Bay is, is all about the uh, later Bay, later Bay, we're uh, in early Bay. We're still in. Yeah, we're still in like somewhat grounded, like he'll have just like some normal shots of Connery. You know, this was so Cage. funny is that the rock is a grounded Bay. Let's just think <laughs> about that for a second, because this movie is. I mean, it's real. It's real heavy, like in terms of action, like it's fucking mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, just like I said, like his introduction to Nicolas Cage, a fucking crazy ass action sequence. You know, is it his most grounded movie? 
Like, which is, like, <laughs> which is insane, crazy. but it might be. Bad like, Boys no. 1 is pretty crazy, it's too. between probably Bad Boys and, I guess, Pearl Harbor, even though Pearl Harbor is Pearl just Harbor a... Pearl is fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, the, that's the thing that, that at the time I didn't crazy? pick up on. Is Pain and Gain the least crazy of <laughs> The wild thing about Pearl Harbor, and we're going to talk about it, yeah. is... <laughs> that it's it's a disaster movie for half of it mm. but then it is a like exactly. fantasy yeah. movie yeah where america's like nah fuck that and it's like an america <laughs> revenge movie yeah that like for sure yeah didn't happen but mm. like some of it did a little bit because it then follows the bombing the, raid well it all it was was that that did what happened at the end of Pearl Harbor did happen, but no, but there was no pilots that were from Pearl Harbor that participated in that yeah but, yeah, it very much awful. felt like him doing. I, mean, a, I don't know who script wrote it. He could have been. I don't know. Yeah, somebody else. Yeah, it's possible. It, yeah. it just felt like very much his. Um, I mean, listen, the guy loves America, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I don't know. And it, you know, look, he loves selling America at least. Yeah, he knows how to sell America. See, yeah, I they're, think they're, that I <laughs> selling to America. Because, I like, think is probably. I believe what he likes. that Michael Bay is a nihilist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like. Yeah. But but I mean, like he does have a certain respect for the military. I mean, that's that's certainly. I mean, like yeah. the Rock is like they put Ed because Ed Harris is the general, General Hummel, mm-hmm. and he's the main antagonist. But like, f- like uh, for the first for the first few moments of the film, I'm like, I'm kind of on this guy's side. I'm kind of on Hummel's side. I kind of yeah. like this guy. Cause uh, he was fucked over by mm-hmm. you know the U.S. government and yeah, cause he had that. There's like oh yeah, the beginning is like like great sequence of him just like walking to the grave and there's all these great shots of God, like all these Marines fucking like saluting and firing their guns and rain yeah, during the yeah. rain. It was fucking dramatic as hell and it was great. And he goes up to his wife's grave and like you know. It's so it's so good. It's like I yeah. that's one of the biggest things that I had totally it, forgotten yeah. is how fucking nuanced and and great of a character Ed Harris is in mm. this. Um where like he kind of stays it gets a little iffy there in the middle, but then when in the end you find out like he's actually he actually is bluffing. Yeah. I think it's really it makes that character so interesting to me. Yeah, because I was yeah, I mean like I was confused on whether or not I should support him because and one way it's like I get it, and the other way it's like you're kind of stealing like yeah. this horrific chemical weapon that we saw what happens to, like we saw that what happened to that one soldier yep. who gets trapped in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. he looks like a fucking uh, 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 uh what's the yeah, director's name? Planet Terror Zombie to me. <laughs> oh shit, the director's oh Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, like a body horror thing. Yeah, yeah it was super Cronenberg that shot where mm-hmm. he looked like yeah he was fucked up, and so it's like if he's threatening like people, a metropolitan just, yeah, innocent people, yeah, yeah who didn't civilians. do anything. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't know. Like yeah, you probably shouldn't be doing. I, yeah, I, th- I think it really keeps you on your toes, though. And I, I will say to, to Ed Harris's credit, he um, that character was very much like him working with Michael Bay to be like, I think we should like dial him down and make him a little more kind of like human. Like, yeah. I don't want him to be like this big. I'm trying to think of like at the like villains of the era who were like military people. Like what like broken arrow and like, uh, see like broken arrow. Yeah. Where they're just like, this guy is evil and like, he's going to mm. nuke 
fucking whatever. And uh, I just love, and it's crazy in a Michael Bay movie to get a, yeah. a villain as nuanced yeah. as that. That never happens again. I don't well, think. Well, I, I love nuanced villains when they're mm-hmm. not this center focus of film, uh, Joker, Gorilla. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They, they kind of have to be playing off of a, a protagonist, yeah, like a hero. You have yeah. to, or else it kind of just gets really circle jerky. Unless you're um, like Scorsese, but you know, well, his has points though. Yeah. You know, like you have the main antagonist. I mean, the protagonist is That's the true. anti-hero and it. Pesci's never the lead in those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, also like, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, it's like the antagonist is the audience. Woo. Slam dunk. Ooh, shit. There you go. The antagonist is you watching the fucking movie. That's, That's what true. I love about that movie. Hell yeah. yeah. It's like you like this guy's fucking cool, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, idiot. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is why that movie's fucking great. Um, Harris, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Brian? What do you Oh, he's great. Yeah. I forgot he was in this movie in. He's just a fantastic, like phenomenal actor. Pivot into Harris Corner. Uh, we're we're Harris diving Cor- diving into Harris. Real Poor quick. choice of words, diving because of the abyss. Oh man, God <laughs> damn it! His his nightmare I experience. To, I was waiting damn. to like bring that reference in. Yeah, like, that, that and good. diving in is is just perfect. <laughs> so he was he was on TV through the seventies. His first big movie is. Uh, truly one of my favorite movies ever. The right stuff. Have you ever seen the right stuff? Oh, yeah, I yeah. always want, I haven't seen space that, movies. Just yeah. rule. Oh dude, that's like, that's the best, uh, one of the best space movies still to this day. He's, uh, he plays John Glenn. Oh, um, the famous John Glenn. Then, uh, the next bit, he has so many, he works a lot. Like he's a fucking, like he, he's doing like three movies a year, but the abyss, hmm. uh, he plays, uh, Drown, drown man number two <laughs> drown man number two uh the abyss where he meets uh michael bien who's in this movie mm. uh and they were like on this movie they were like super tight because they were like hey james cameron almost killed us so we're like best buds for life now <laughs> like truly that's what i read yeah what, what year was the abyss was 89 it? oh okay yeah man. um so a little bit before Does, this do you think like ed harris just says will i have to be <laughs> like underwater for something in every role yeah, I, he wasn't even near any water at all in The Rock, except I mean, that's true. I mean, they filmed on Alcatraz, but he was probably like, you know, I need to be at least 100 feet away from fucking water. <laughs> um, yeah. Was it him actually? No, it was uh, I was reading that Connery demanded that they build him a cabin on Alcatraz. That's awesome. So that they didn't have to ferry him in with all the plebes like every day before filming, <laughs> which like Nicolas Cage, Ed Harris, all of them like took the ferry every day. Uh, to get to the island. Have you guys been to Alcatraz, by the way? No. Yeah. Is it yeah. cool? Yeah, it is cool. It is mm-hmm. funny because I went to Alcatraz, what is it, 2019, I think? So not so fairly recent. Pretty recent, yeah, damn. And yeah, it was kind of cool to like watch this movie and like, oh yeah, I've I've I saw I, I've been there. True. I've been in that little little spot there. I went when I was much younger because we used to go to San Francisco a lot. Um one of the times I was like, you know, I want to go see Alcatraz. I want to see that fucking cool prison island. Mm. Uh, prison island yeah and uh my parents were just like we'll fucking pay for that sure um, it's just wild yeah. to have that thing in the middle of this huge metropolitan like bay area yeah and for it to like nuts. still be there yeah is nuts yeah because like it really is it really was a treacherous thing to try to escape like you everybody died who went in the mm-hmm. water pretty much Except like, for sas agent john james Mace, bond i mean john mason uh, <laughs> John Mason. Um, yeah. And then, uh, Oh, Mason. What does a Mason do? 
he steals national treasures. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more of breaking yeah. rocks type uh, thing. A mason breaks rocks. Maybe. Oh, there you go. Oh. The the rock itself, yeah. he broke it. Yeah. Well, goddamn, that's that's is fun. That, is that clever? That's fun. Yeah. Speaking speaking of national treasure, we're gonna <laughs> we got some national treasure talk. A uh, lot of lot of uh, what's yeah? What's tie-ins. the news on the? Uh, oh, there's tie-ins. Oh well, I just think you got Nicolas Cage, you got Ed Harris, who is in Book of Secrets, Jerry Bruckheimer, Jerry Bruckheimer. Um, you have a secret. You know, so disc. Funny. I was thinking that it was National Treasure when I was watching this movie in a weird way. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Especially when they were like the whole beginning recruitment part. I just had that vibe with like. Well, this is kind of like National Treasure, but like, you know. Yeah, I mean. A uh, prison. <laughs> but a prison. Yeah. Like, John Mason was a an operative who had a secret. Who, whose disc was it? It was uh, the FBI. It was a microfilm of all the all the secrets yeah. of America. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Then for. Uh, who killed JFK? Who killed JFK? Yeah. Uh, you want to know what was at uh, Area Fifty One? I was no, just he like, just "What says, is this national no, he treasure says it bullshit?" So casually, like yeah. the alien landing at Area Fifty One, like yeah. it just it just comes out of nowhere when he says that. <laughs> like as yeah. if like because like if you knew that you wouldn't just like just you wouldn't be wouldn't like yeah it. you wouldn't rattle it off on like a list of like you know like in a public area where like. <laughs> It just—it was just so funny how casual that guy was about it. Yeah, um, and that's so, why I wanted yeah. the Rock too. With like, you know, it was going to be about something. that. It was going to be truly. I'm not even kidding. It was going to be about Nicolas Cage on the run with the microfilm. Wow, that's from amazing. the FBI, and he has to go find uh, Mason because he's the only guy, I guess, who can help. He has to go um, to Scotland or wherever the fuck he goes <laughs> back to. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a I'd watch it. Why not? Make it now. Yeah. Well, I guess they can't. Oh, well, sad. it's National Treasure 3, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Just CGI Connery. Yeah. Just put him in there. Put Just in General there. Tarkin him yeah. right into <laughs> uh, Rock 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, real quick, just yeah, Apollo 13, The Rock, Truman Show. That's like all within yeah. a few years. So he just has an insane run, man. And then like uh, he's been nominated for four Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Book of Secrets, 2007. You know, yeah. just a great fucking great actor. Ed Harris is like, yeah, we don't talk about Ed Harris enough. He's 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 great. Yeah, we want, is he going to be up? Is he coming up with anything? Oh is man, he, what's what Ed Harris got? Oh, Westworld. Oh yeah, he was fucking excellent. Oh, in Westworld. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was great in yeah. Westworld. He was so good. Uh, my God, he's in fucking Top Gun Maverick. Hey, I saw the trailer for that and it looks, yeah, it it looks looks pretty sick. It looks fucking good. It's the guy who did Tron Legacy is directing it. Wow. So it's going to at least look beautiful. Yeah. Because all of that guy's movies look incredible and are like fine. Like all of them, I think. Like I'd watch them in the background. Oblivion looked really cool. Yeah. It's just like, I, you know, the plot was fine. Yeah. So I think that comes out like November. That, that does look pretty good. Tom Cruise. What, what, is he is just, what is he drinking? What Tom is he Cruise eating? is so smart for like redoing his old properties. I think he figured that out. Yeah. Because yeah, he had some failures uh, and then he kind of just, oh my God. Yeah. Ed Harris is in Mother too. Oh. I totally forgot he was in Mother. That's right. 
Hey, uh, Miles Teller with a mustache. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you remember from that movie? That's right. No, from, no, from no, Top, Top Gun, Gun 2. Oh, okay. He, he, he wears a mustache. He wears a mustache. It's got a bunch yeah. of buff boys and they're playing volleyball again. Gotta yeah, you got to have the volleyball. You got to bring that back. We had, to have the, we had to have the homosexual undertones, all right? They should be overtones this time. Overtones. Make it explicit. Yeah. <laughs> Make it, let's have just a gate, like just have a good 10 minute orgy, everything going on. <laughs> Glenn Powell yeah. and uh, Miles Teller just like, just bang for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and but the audience is like, but they're still hmm. straight though. Like they explicitly say that they're straight and they have yeah. girlfriends and stuff. They just have a gay scene. Yeah, they just have one gay scene. That's it. And they may, it makes it okay for every every guy who's uncomfortable in the audience. They're like, oh, well, they're still straight still. They say they're still straight. <laughs> so I'm not, you know, it's fine. Hey, middle is, America is it, like, it is, okay. It is 2021 and you're allowed to experiment and not be gay. All right. It's it's gonna be a hard pill to swallow <laughs> for for uh, Oklahoma. I'll tell you that. Or a suppository. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> the Rock <laughs> is what we're talking. Oh, a couple other things not I just want to bring up. Rock. Huh? No, no, young, no, 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 not rock, old yeah. Rock. You could maybe even say. Uh, <laughs> Do you know about Young Rock? You. I maybe? watched an episode of Boy. Young Rock because I, I, someone told me about it. and I couldn't believe that it was a real thing. <laughs> it sounds made up, doesn't yeah. it? How was that? Well, it's, it's not that. I mean, it's not good or bad. It's just like you're just like you, a, this is this is fine, yeah. but it's not for me. Like it's not like my vibe. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's. Fair. Is it gonna yeah. be in the? Is Young Sheldon also gonna be in that cinematic universe? Yeah. It's got to tie like tie into it at some point, right? <laughs> yeah, they've got a crossover. Um, okay, a couple of quick background things. Listen, I can't believe we didn't mention this up front. I feel ashamed of myself. It's oh. today. Today <laughs> is the 25th anniversary. Isn't it, isn't it June 7th? That's I'm today. Sorry. No, today is the Oh, 6th, fuck. Man. Yeah. You're right. Tomorrow well, is... Well, it released in New Zealand first. Oh, okay. So today is the 7th in New Zealand. Well, there you um, go. That was some like weird thing that I read where they were like, it is today because New Zealand released it yeah, yeah, yeah. first. Um, 25 years, right? On the dot? Yeah. On the dot. We yeah. somehow... By the silver anniversary of <laughs> of the rock. Is that it's, what that's called? Yeah, silver is uh, twenty five years. Okay. In a, in when you're married for twenty five years, oh. it's a silver anniversary. While gold is the fifty, so it's not. It's no longer the rock. It's the silver ore. Oh, I don't know. That's a bad joke. Oh, it's, I see. Yeah, I see the math that, that you there. did there. <laughs> it's the highest compliment I'll give that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wild, just the timing of this. Mm. Um, a couple other things I was reading about it. Did you guys read? So first of all, there was a bunch of writers who worked on this movie, right? Um, this was like a huge mess in what's called arbitration where screenwriters, you know, do their best and like fight things out to get credit on a movie. Cause obviously at the end of the day, everybody wants credit. Mank. 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 Um, (laughs) a couple of the writers who worked on this. Uh, one Quentin Tarantino. What? That I did not know, and that's amazing. And Aaron Sorkin. Wow. What? Yeah. Two guys who in the 90s were, like, huge. They were hot. There's, like, one piece of dialogue in this movie that was impressive. I think there were some. There were a few. Yeah, I I I don't want to get too far ahead, but at the end, when (laughs) Connery, Connery and Ed Harris are, like, on the beach, 
And they're yeah. like going back and forth like, oh, you're wrong for doing this. No, I'm right because of all this bad shit that I went through. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the comebacks was, well, like Ed Harris said, from time to time, the blood of freedom needs to be replenished. Yeah, with the, 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 the tree of liberty yeah. or something. Wild line. Yeah, It's so good. Yeah. And yeah. then Connery comes back and says, violence is the language of something. Oh, I, it wasn't. See, it, it was that so was good. It was, it was so a good. line from the philosopher uh, Oscar Wilde. So Wilde, it was an original yes. line. It says patriotism is like the language the of the oppressed or oppressor of idiots or something like that. Oh, OK. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I definitely some of those dialogue exchanges and I caught this mostly when they got to Alcatraz. Mm. I was like. Oh, there's a, there's like some clever lines in this. Um, have, yeah, some of the back and forth feels a little Sorkin-y. Maybe some of the one-liners were oh, they're in Tarantino. Like the pit. They're in like the showers. Yeah. Take this order. I won't take that order. Dude, that <laughs> scene was so tense, though. It was. I yeah. love that scene. I remember watching that as a kid and was so scared because I was like, man, if I was down there and there's a bunch of guys yeah. above me. Mm-hmm. That scene very much, too feel like like ed harris's character mm. feels like something you don't expect out of especially a modern michael bay movie yeah. but even a lot of action movies of the era of like oh shit they're just gonna kill basically every single character except Cage i saw it coming and, in like a fucking mile we can't have that whole seal team in there yeah, yeah just have to have i guess so i guess i had forgotten yeah. or something but um, i was like when do they take them down also yeah. quick tangent that you guys play Call of Duty, um, <laughs> Call of Duty, uh, which one is it? Modern Warfare. Yeah, right? but the one, Black Ops. the one that came out recently, not Cold War, but the one before that. Oh, I didn't play that one. No. <laughs> so, yeah, you did. Wait, well, I played Warzone. I didn't play Warzone. Warzone. Yeah. Oh, I didn't play that one. Yeah, Warzone. And when you die, you go to the Gulag. Oh, well, yeah. the multiplayer I played. Yeah. The multiplayer, yeah. It's free. Yeah. When you die, you go to the gulag. The gulag looks exactly like that scene. Because it's, I guess, prison bathroom, of course. Oh, but yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that's the gulag in the, the Call does. of Duty franchise. It was gulag. Yeah. Oh, man. Just like, there was just, there's like a trailer in the gulag. But aside from that, it looks exactly like their kind of shower area in the rock. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if like the developers of Call of Duty was like, I love the rock. It's a great military action movie. <laughs> I let's feel that, yeah. Let's put that gulag yeah. thing in here. I w- I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh, Michael Bay's movies and sensibilities oh, yeah. have highly influenced a lot of. That's also what I want to talk things. about. Is like the influence of these movies into just like like shit, like Call of Duty and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like one hundred percent, we wouldn't have those games with. Uh, Without these, without these classics. You know? Yeah, I think I think uh, obviously, like for first, you have like Medal of Honor, and that's very much like a Saving Private Ryan. Thing. Yes, but as yeah. they get into the more modern stuff, like Modern Warfare, is totally like a, a riff on like Michael Bay movies. I think for sure. Yeah, Black Hawk I, Down. And, watching this totally yeah, felt like a video game where they have right. like they yeah. break in and then it's like, all right, there's 14 missiles. We got to set up mm-hmm. everywhere. You got to sneak around this place like a video game and just disarm. Dude, this. like, exactly. yeah, like, yeah. like fucking Mel Gear Solid has like those diver things that you saw at the beginning of the mm-hmm. rock where they, well, not the beginning, the fucking middle <laughs> of the rock. Sorry. 
where they they infiltrate with like the little like um scuba yeah i don't know what, what do you call those things mechanized scuba blade things i mean like snake does that to get into things yeah, yeah propeller okay thing. yeah snake does that in uh metal gear, metal gear solid one so yeah i mean this definitely yeah. has the plot straight out of like call of duty x like call of duty fucking whatever <laughs> yeah um where yeah it's like oh we got to sneak around we got to do some stealth we got to mm. do some shootouts some explosions some bomb stuff um it yeah i think there's like a huge influence from michael bay on that's what i love yeah. about this movie is that it reminds me of like how john wick is where you have a balance of different types of um combat sequences like you you have to have the sniper scene you have to have like the stealth scene mm. you have to have the explosion scene you know like that sort of you gotta kind of cover all the you gotta different... get into the mine carts and just have the shoot oh, oh yeah. yeah you gotta have the <laughs> mine carts i totally forgot about the mine and while i was watching it i was like we we need we need like a fury road for minecart sequences. I <laughs> oh, want to yeah. see, cause I, I love minecart shit. Like going all the way back to like Donkey Kong two, <laughs> where it's like, there's an incredible minecart sequence in that temple, like, temple of, of doom, doom has a great one. Um, yeah. Give me more minecarts. Minecarts are fucking great. I love yeah. the, the tension of them where it's like, you don't a, know where they're going. First of all, a minecart under Alcatraz. Yeah. Was there a, mine okay. Cart under- no, I, I'm sure there wasn't like that. That would be, <laughs> Yeah, why? I don't think there would be a minecart. Why? Under. Why is the boiler room working? Hey, I yeah, the fires on. They, yeah. I mean, why not <laughs> roll through the thing? Oh my god! Hey, it was sick. He re, he that memorized sick, the timing. When, he, when yeah. he opens that door, he goes, "Welcome to the rock." <laughs> it's just so cool. I I said that kind of to set up something that Michael Bay said, yeah. where somebody asked him about stuff like that. I yeah. think the boiler room specifically. And he was like, "I thought about that for a little bit, but then I was like, who gives a shit? It's cool. I love that.' And that is like." I respect yeah. that a lot. That's a good that's a good yeah. philosophy mm. for making action movies, I think. Mm. You know, and I think we'll talk about this on Pearl Harbor that it doesn't work as well there because it's an is actual history. Yes. Yeah. But when it's a fucking fictional I mean, you know. Okay, if there was one scene that I would cut out it is 100% the the yellow sports car Hummer chase. Hey, you scene. can't you can't <laughs> have a Michael Bass movie if you don't have Insane. a Humvee. Or a yellow sports car. <laughs> have you seen Bad Boys 2? Yes, dude, I know. You gotta just, have the sports every car. Single movie. You gotta have the Hummer. You I was, man. And then you gotta have him get on a motorcycle. You can't. I was, dude, dude I when I was watching that scene. That scene's so crazy. I was like, you know, checking my proverbial watch. That was when I was like, like we're yes. an hour in. What, what the if, fuck is happening? Well, because like. It's insane that it's like, okay, I get that this guy, it wants to show you how skilled he is, right? Well, it was just like, I don't know. He just wanted to be an asshole and leave. And he wanted to talk to his daughter. I guess <laughs> because like he knew he knew what he was doing. He wanted to talk to his daughter. That's it. That was the only motivation that he had. He wanted to see his daughter. And he destroys yeah. most yeah. of San Francisco. He blows up the entire streetcar <laughs> that was full of people a second yeah. ago. Yeah. And everyone's like, it's okay. We, yeah. we we need you. We need you, James Bond. We we can't. We know you kill. You probably injured and killed dozens in, in yeah. this. When they were introducing his character, and they're yeah. like, he's been locked up since '86 or like whatever it was. I like immediately googled like what 007 movies was he in, 
what yeah. year was the last one? And it almost, it almost set up. Yeah. It almost, it just doesn't. Cause, cause SAS is, is bond. Right. But then yeah. what I was reading that kind of debunks that a little bit is, uh, uh, Ed Harris calls him sailor, uh, because I think bond was in the Royal Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, no, I was in the army actually. And so it was like, mm, you know, if it is some weird bond thing where Michael Bay's like, what well, if I secretly do a bond. I read thing? that, um, Sean Connery actually saw the script and wanted him to be portrayed more bond like. Hmm. So mm-hmm. it was changed accordingly. Yeah. And I remember, dude, do you guys remember when like he, when, when he, re, when he like gets like, he looks fucking raggedy, right? Cause he's in, been in prison forever yeah. and, he gets and then he gets a haircut <laughs> looks like the witcher he looks so <laughs> yeah. handsome though when he like he's going I was like high. wow yeah. this guy is like 65 i was like that's james bond right there in the fucking three-piece suit and then drives a humvee handsome yeah. handsome, handsome. Yeah. it's me sean conrad <laughs> now we're all gonna, <laughs> now we're all gonna do sean conrad, <laughs> sean conrad. rest of the episode <laughs> just <laughs> Uh, no, sp- speaking of, uh, I actually wanted to mention mm. the Connery of it all in terms of like making this movie. So we'll talk probably about Bad Boys 1 at some point on Bad Boys 2, but he had only done that. He goes into this, you know, with, you know, his vision and wanting to like do everything his way and being really hands on and intense. And uh, Disney produced this. Wow. So Disney was like on set was like criticizing everything. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that means like, it was like fucking, I should find if it was like, uh, hold on. Oh yeah. I mean, Jerry, Jerry Bruckheimer is like, is he a Disney guy? Yeah. I don't know. Did pirates. That's what I'm saying. I heard pirates of the Caribbean in the song or in the score multiple times. Yeah. It's, it's real wild. It's really (laughs) weird. I think, Point of Vista was Disney or they own Point of Vista is is Disney. Okay. So that, that's what it was. And so they were like breathing down his, his neck, like every day it was really intense. And one day they called him into an office to basically like be like, your vision for this is not what we want. Connery tagged along. He was like, Hey, can like, can I come with you? He was like about to go golfing. It's yeah. a, he was apparently wearing like a golf hat and stuff. He goes in and Connery basically like, for lack of a better term, like lays his dick on the table Yeah, and is yeah. like, listen, I believe in this fucking guy. Let him make his movie. I'm Sean Connery. Get the fuck out. And they (laughs) like, they are like, okay, like do keep doing what you're doing, I guess. So like Connery, like really backed Bay in this, Mm. uh, which is super cool. Cause like, yeah, it's his second movie. Um, That's really cool. Watching this movie. I was thinking like they could not have cast anyone else other than Connery and Nicolas Cage. Like they just, it's just so perfect. It's it's nice to hear that like Connery Mm. defended the movie even. For sure. Yeah, it, it is really cool. And like Nicolas Cage. He's uh, pretty hot during the 90s. So, yeah, I was, I was going to say it's Nicolas Cage is one of those guys that I always appreciate. Obviously, like you in the 80s, you have these guys who want to seem as macho and cool as possible. Right. And I love that Nicolas Cage was an action hero who was like able to be vulnerable and able to and wanted to be weird yeah, a lot yeah. of the time. Um, that's like what makes him great. I think it's like, well, he was yeah. just kind of like the, uh, he was the, the goof to the straight man of Sean Connery in this one. Like he was yeah. like, no weapons training, just like mm-hmm. some bio nerd who worked for the FBI and didn't have, didn't know a lick about 
terrorist or like mm-hmm. anti-terrorist stuff yeah. and just like his whole befuddled like interrogation scene with sean connery and stuff was great yeah i, I totally forgot that nicholas cage was just kind of like a bumbling like idiot <laughs> yeah in this he's one which was good i mean i yeah. like that about this to have I, that dichotomy yeah I, th- I think it makes their duo even more interesting and i i love that um obviously Connery's like the cool, intense guy. Right. Yeah. But I love the scene that I feel I feel like isn't in a lot of movies like this. And I wish it was in more where like he's clearly the the kind of doofus. Right. But then when they get to the first bomb scene, mm-hmm. all, all of a sudden, Nicolas Cage is like the cool guy. Yeah. Where like Connery's like, what do you mean? He if becomes, one of these drops, it, like he, we're going to die a like, little fucking cuck, submissive <laughs> cuck, dude. Yeah. And yeah. like in cages is, is suddenly like the, the expert in the room. I, yeah. I like love how that plays out, but then that you have the guy twitching. Yeah. That's such a cool. Yeah. That was such a cool scene. I'm glad you brought that up. It's just mm-hmm. so like actually character focused. Yeah. You know, which is strange to say that about a Bay movie. Yeah, for sure. It's like, uh, <laughs> you just don't, you don't get characteristics like that in like later movies, but it's nice to see. Yeah. To see them. Well, just like most action movies you have, like you have the badass character who's consistently badass throughout the whole film. Right. But like Sean Connery actually takes a step back is like, okay, I'm not in control of this situation. Mm-hmm. Like I usually am, and I have to let this guy do his shit, or else we're all gonna die. You know? Yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, I guess like, I guess that that scene is one of the better scenes in the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and it it's also just a great action scene the way that plays out. I mean, and there's a bunch of this movie, but yeah, like that shooting his feet and then that guy's feet and then smashing <laughs> yeah. his head. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Crushing yeah. his fucking head. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then just like the the diffusing the the little green bombs that like melt your skin and make your eyes bleed or whatever the fuck. Yeah. They look yeah. horrible. Yeah. It looks terrible. It's it like a bad time. Bad time. So yeah. many monologues of, uh, that's why I realized too. Michael Bay loves giving characters like expositional monologues that are like very colorful and like kind of wacky. Like he has that in Armageddon where they talk about like getting thrown out into space and what would happen to your body. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. that just feels like a very Michael Bay move of like, I need to have a kind of wacky character explain how brutal this actually is. Uh, doctor exposition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I got to shoot on this Island because this Island is so fucking bitching. It's what Michael Bay said. That's awesome. It's um, so bitchin'. I feel like bitchin' is like a word from the 90s. I don't think anyone uses the word bitchin' anymore. Do you use word? Do you I've use never it? said bitchin' in my life. I don't think no. I've ever said bitchin' either. <laughs> yeah, that feels like such a 90s thing. But yeah, they wanted him to shoot it in LA mm. and get exterior shots of Alcatraz. And he was like, no, this island's bitchin'. <laughs> and they literally shot around like tourist. That's uh, what also, yeah, that's things. super fascinating. Yeah. That they couldn't because it was an because it's a national like park mm. or something. Mm. Yeah, the they rules. couldn't close it. Yeah, they couldn't close it for filming. Yeah, and uh, they also when they had Sean Connery sequence with the guy, the FBI guy being hung from the building. Apparently, like people saw it because it was actually on on site on the hotel. Really? And people called and yeah. said, "There's a guy hanging from wow, the building." I thought that was. Yeah. I thought I thought it looked fake. Nah, dude, it's totally real. <laughs> there's there's one shot I think from above. I know what you're talking yeah, about. That yeah. it looked 
like maybe that was like a uh, I mean it's probably a stunt guy that they saw that we saw with the actual hanging but with yeah the, maybe the, then they cut sense. in the yeah. kind of fake one from above yeah. um yeah, you don't make them like they used to. We don't have people calling in saying things like that anymore. Well, do you remember the shot from the ambulance movie that he's making? Oh, that Did was you an see amazing that one, Brian? shot. No, what? What is? It's this. Uh, yeah, this this. Well, Mike stunt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a stunt from where the flaming ambulance is like going, exploding, and. The camera, like Michael Bay is right behind the camera guy and they're backing up and it literally almost hits them. Wow. Yeah, this car like flips on fire into yeah. the frame. It almost hits like multiple uh, people of the crew and just just like looks pretty irresponsible. But apparently it's like it a was day all in the life. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of making a Michael Bay movie. I mean, like they were really close. So that makes me believe that it was planned out because like you wouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah. No one died. Like, you know, everyone's fine. But yeah, it looks wild. I can't wait for that movie. What is it called? I, th- I think it's called Ambulance. And it's being compared yeah. to, I think they said it's like, have you seen Bringing Out the Dead, the Scorsese movie? No. Wild fucking movie. Uh, that mixed with uh, Speed, the the movie where. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's like Jake Gyllenhaal and somebody else in an ambulance. Is it an Oscar like Isaac? I don't even know. No, I think it's. I can't remember who it is. Somebody. Um, Hold on. I'll bring it up. Keep talking. Is it Yahya Abdul Mateen? Is that his name? The guy from Watchmen? Yeah, Yahya Abdul. Yeah, that guy's Mateen. great. That guy's so good in Watchmen. Oh, and uh, uh, Eliza Gonzalez from Baby Driver. Oh, man. Well, that's good. That's well, that's, that's a must-see. Yeah. Um, that comes out next year? Uh, it will be out, yeah, February 2022. Yeah. Okay. February. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, come on. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal knows how to pick him. What was the worst movie of J- Jake Gyllenhaal's ever made? Prince of Persia. Is that a bad movie? It's got to be. It can't be good. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Worst movies. Let's let let me let me figure this out real quick. Jake Gyllenhaal. Like on the top of your head. Oh, off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, man. Bad Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe uh, Southpaw? I didn't see that one. Oh, I heard it was bad. Southpaw yeah, could be that bad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's like a boxer and he's all buff. Uh, <laughs> not not Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko's got to be, I'm telling you, it's got to be Prince of Persia. There's no he's way. He's been in a fuck ton of movies, though. Lo- probably Love and Other Drugs. Uh, probably Brothers. Probably Demolition. Oh yeah, you yeah. You it's probably that. demolition. I don't it's even know did. these movies. Demolition. Uh, was, I, well, I have cares? it up here. Yeah, it's just. It was from the per, the guy who made. Um, I can't think of it. You're one of our favorite movies. Is it? No, not demolition. What was the other one that he made? That uh, Jean Marc Vallee did something buzzsaw shit. Oh, oh yeah, Velvet Buzz. That movie was bad. Yeah, I didn't like that movie. Um. Definitely not Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy is good. Boy's good. I'll, I'll defend that movie. Uh, geez, yeah, I guess. Um, that there, he was Brokeback Mountain. No, I know what it is. Even without without even seeing this movie, uh, it's probably Accidental Love, directed by David O. Russell. Oh yeah, a movie yeah, that I was was that. Yeah. that was the movie that he kind of exploded and destroyed the movie. Um. Yeah, fuck David well, O. Russell. Yeah, because Jake Gyllenhaal fucking hates David O. Russell, right? Because of his work. 
the way that his toxic set was or some shit. Mm, yeah. yeah. Now he's going to be directing Taylor Swift. Who's giving his money? I. Who fucking knows, man? Is he like he probably probably smoothes his way around. He probably just has dirt on somebody. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever. Um, Anyways, The Rock. What other things do you guys want to do? You guys want to talk about talk through the movie a little bit? Trying to think of other sequences. Haven't really talked about it. We covered a lot of it. I mean. Yeah, I was just really surprised at how long the movie went on before they got to the island. That was like what the thing that I was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. An, an hour and ten. Yeah, yeah before minutes. we got on to Aquatraz, yeah. But it's, then it just keeps yeah. moving. It is just good from there. Like Yeah. There was one thing that was dumb. Um, when the army guys are like robbing and stealing the missiles, they drive into something that has a sign that says like Navy Depot, like Navy Supply Depot. Yeah. There's no way that there's a sign on the side of the building or the side of the mountain that says Supply Depot. This is where we keep all of our... Yeah, it was just like some bunker. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, it. That's, just, that's my last just thought. Got that's what I wanted to leave you with here. Well, it was just kind of... Well, it was kind of like one of those glossed over sequences where it's like, all right, we, just, we, need, we need to just... You know, we just need to get them to... Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I liked kind of the setup of them you know, organizing the heist. It was kind of a heist type. Well, it was yeah. like, oh, the movie Alcatraz is or? kind of a heist. Well, because they do a heist of the missiles. Yeah, the, they're going to reverse heist. Yeah. And reverse heist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. Reverse heist. Yeah. Reverse heist. But it was cool. I mean, I, I, I liked Because the interesting part about that sequence is that Ed Harris purposely does not want to kill anyone. Like, he was mm-hmm. like, let's... Mm-hmm. Let's have the cool dual wielding trank guns where that guy like tra- tr- double tranks yeah. the guy behind the pillar and looks like a commando. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I uh, yeah, I also kind of want to talk about his team a little bit. There's like, yeah. I don't know if you guys recognize oh, as many people as I did. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Cox. Do- yeah, dude, Dr. Cox. I wanted to bring him up. Uh, what's his goddamn name? Fucking. Uh, do you know off the top of your head, Brian? No, not at all. He <laughs> is. I, I had it. John C. McGinley. Um, okay. it's funny because we talked, we brought Dr. Cox pops, up again on the, on seven. Up. Yeah. Where like in, yeah. In like the mid nineties, he was playing like tough FBI or like SWAT yeah. guys. Which is so yeah. funny. Yeah. I just never like from his character off scrubs. I just never thought he would be. And I also saw him in the office too. So that's kind of like, I have, I had the office and not the office. Um, Oh, office, office space. space. Yeah, yeah that's space. right. That's yeah, right. office space. Like I have that character in Scrubs as him, mm-hmm. and I just did, then then you see Seven and this. I'm like, oh yeah, he was doing all these. He like, was just like doing work in fucking action movies in yeah. the in the 90s. Fucking action movies. In fucking action movies. Uh, Candyman, dude. Huh? Candyman. Oh yeah, that dude. Guy? Fucking Tony Todd. That his name? I yeah, Tony. Was Tony Todd. Yeah. Uh, Candyman himself. Uh, he's also. Uh, a big presence in the um, Final Destination movies. Is he? Yes. yes. Yeah. He's like the guy. He's the recurring character. <laughs> yeah. Who like knows too much about death. That's like his whole mm-hmm. bit is they go to the morgue and he's like, you know, sometimes yeah. if uh, death takes you and you escape it, it'll come back around. And it's like, who is this guy? Yeah. How does he know this shit? Yeah. Um, Tony Todd's great. Yeah. Uh, Bokeem Woodbine recognize him from uh homecoming he's in spider-man homecoming um he's in fargo 
He's fucking excellent in Fargo, the show. Which one is that he? name is just so uh, yeah. Bokeem Woodbine. Let me see if they have a picture here. He's this, he's this guy. I don't know if you can see. Um, as in, I mean, <laughs> on an audio oh. podcast, can you, can there you go. That's him. Uh, but yeah, he was on like Fargo season three mm. and was like fucking incredible on that show. He needs to be in more shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, his his like whole crew was just like these nineties. Uh, character actor, so like you see, oh, is like he the everything. one that looks like um, uh, Dave Chappelle? Yes, he, yeah, he looks like the guy Dave who looks like okay. I was asking Adam before you got here, hey, who's that guy who looks like Dave Chappelle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, Bokeem Woodbine. Um, that's a wild name. He's uh, the yeah. shocker now in Spider Man, like he's the guy who got the shocker. Oh, yes. Okay, things. um, I'm trying to think if there was any, he was in Sniper too. Well, then there was John Reese, who was on the, the other team, right? from Terminator was that not him? Michael Bien. Yeah, Michael yeah. Bien. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was him. Yeah, the yeah. guy from uh, ter- well, Terminator One, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. He's always good. Yeah, David Morse, uh, Mister Wildman himself. I know you caught him, Adam. Mm. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. Who also destroyed the world in uh, Twelve Monkeys? So he was like constantly. He's such villains. a weird face. Yeah, he's kind of a weird guy. He's like always playing villains and things. Yeah. It, um, it works for him, you know? It's, hey, he's good at it. Yeah. Uh, same with Ed Harris. I mean, this book of secrets, just too iconic. <laughs> well, because like Ed terms. Harris has a intensity about him, you know? So you, it, it's kind of more natural to put him in a more assertive roles, mm-hmm. I should say. I never saw The Abyss. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Uh, it's, he's good. Is he good in yeah, that? Yeah, he's a, I mean, there's... He's righteous. Is there ba- he's are there righteous. bad guys? Are there the bad abyss? guys? I guess the abyss is the bad guy. Yeah, there's like a whole like army. Like, there isn't there like a whole like military aspect. You're right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, kind of like the military industrial complex is is the yeah. villain in that. Mm. And then the aliens are kind of like a close encounters mm-hmm. thing. Although they kind of almost wipe out the world with like waves <laughs> in the director's cut. That's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> but no, he's good in that. I mean, he's good. At, he's good at good guys too. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean the Rock. I'm Rock was good. It holds up. It's got the action. The action is so good. Yeah. Like, what was your favorite uh, sequence? Action, action sequence. I think the mine cards. I just like anytime the mine- there was mine cards. I was like, yes, this is mine so cards. fucking cool. That was the turnaround for Nick Cage's character. He finally picks up the. Mm-hmm. That was so cool when he picks it up. Yeah. From the sand. Yeah. Is it's there a s- good shot? Yeah. It, you just see it like, because like Connery is about to get took by this guy yeah and he he's just, hanging like, yeah and fucking f- does he yell and shoot because you always have to yell and shoot yeah you know? yeah he <laughs> that's right he does that yeah he yells because he's like i have to kill somebody i've never killed anybody yeah you know he yeah. doesn't even cuss in this movie and that that was a choice he said butthole mm-hmm. at one point yeah, that was a that was a improv. Apparently, oh. Zeus's butthole <laughs> was a Nick Cage uh, exclusive, <laughs> exclusive. Uh, in the movie. Yeah, but yeah, I think a lot of the you know, despite having like six or seven or eight writers, like I think a lot of the dialogue, especially from Cage, was like improv on the set. Wow. Which uh, I mean, he definitely feels very loose and kind of free in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he has his kind of Cage de- like line deliveries. Um, yeah. Dude. When they fired the first rocket, because the government didn't, if you know, didn't pay up, 
Mm-hmm. I legit forgot what happened there. So yeah. I was like, oh no, what yeah. the, the, it can't hit the stadium. I forgot too. Yeah. yeah. I completely forgot. And it, you know, Ed Harris is like, we, he's us. And he's looking at, it's like, I don't want that to happen. <sighs> I gotta turn this out to see. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's so good. Yeah. My favorite, I think. Yeah, what's your favorite sequence? I feel like it's gotta be the end of the movie. Like I'm talking like from when Ed, when Ed Harris dies and then it's kind of into the final few mm, yeah. kind of shitty mercenary guys who are like, we fucking come this far. We need our goddamn money. Yeah. We want our money. Yeah. Um, I really love how that plays out. It's really tense. It has a lot of uh ticking clock mm, kind yeah. of, uh, kind of that tension of like, fuck man, the jets are coming. Like all that stuff is I, so I, well I done. I will say that. I mean, I loved all of it. I thought it was great. And I love the tension of it. Mm-hmm. And the timing's great too. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's so funny because like he disarmed the rocket already and he could have just done the flare like immediately. Yeah. Like as soon as he took it out of the rocket and he could have just destroyed the nav thing and it's done. And then yeah. Well, but there was the guy trying to kill him. Wasn't that the issue? Yeah. I thought I thought that it was uh Well, he could have just I mean he he yeah. accomplished the mission. He disabled the rocket, the last rocket. Yeah. And he could have just done the green right away. That was it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless fair. the mission was to take down all the all of the military dudes. But I just uh, the way I read it was that like he probably would have done that. But like literally as soon as he took it out, the guy was like shooting at mm. him. And so like that's when he like lays it down on the ground and is like avoiding that guy. Mm. Where like I don't think he really had time to do the the flares. I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think about it. I had forgotten that the flares were a thing. Yeah. I, I was like focused on like the needle and like the uh, shot that was like set up at the beginning. Mm. That's right. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just love that, that kill of that very like Crispin Glover looking creep guy. <laughs> oh yeah. He looks just like Crispin Glover, doesn't he? <laughs> he just looks so, yeah. Just like as soon as you see him, you're like, this guy's fucking bad news. Like, Ed Harris, I'm a little iffy on. Like, he seems like he has... Seems like a good guy, yeah. He seems like, yeah, like he has a kind of a complicated agenda, but mm-hmm. this guy is gonna, gonna fuck everybody over. Or that other guy who had the sunglasses, and he was like, mm-hmm. I'll put down my gun. I'll I'll use my knife against you. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Tony Todd. That's Tony, Candyman. That's Candyman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever, then fucking Nick Cage is like, you ever hear the, the, the song Rocket Man by Elton John? <laughs> I was so when he said that I was like, "Oh, here we fucking go." This is gonna. This payoff is gonna be so good. You're the Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. It's like, all right, at least have him go, it's, Rocket Man, yeah. and then he shoots it, and then he flies off. That would have been incredible. Hey, it, it, it works with his character though, because he can't even nail the badass lines that he's trying to. Set I guess up. when you think about it like you know. that, and a lot of his lines. Mm. And how corny they are. It definitely is like, this guy's trying to be Connery. Yeah. And he, that's why it's great. Cause it's just like, you're the rocket man. God. It was great. How he fucking yeah. flew out like that. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. I think, I think what about you, Brian? What's your favorite action scene? It was a yeah, mine cards. Oh, the yeah, mine mine cards. Cards. What about you, Adam? You it was satisfying. Even the end though. Right. Like, yeah. Big finish. Uh, big I, finish. It, since since you already said that one because I really like that sequence, I'll ha- I'll go with the um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the cart and uh, like the the Humvee <laughs> the and the car, yeah. sports yeah. car just because of it's like 
insanity. Yeah. That whole sequence yeah. is so fucking crazy. Just going through a very heavily populated area and just explosions everywhere. And I love the se- the sequence with the fucking trolley car and the guy is like giving a yeah. giving yeah. A, giving a tour and he's like, My baby. <laughs> when he goes off the rails, he's like, everybody's lives for themselves. God. <laughs> he tells him to get the fuck yeah. off of the That bay humor, dude. The My baby. That's gonna be a thread. The fucking bay's like weirdly sick jokes. Yeah, it's nihilistic as fuck. It's fucking it's super yeah. Um yeah, I mean that scene apparently was a fucking nightmare to shoot because he said each block of the city which was multiple blocks we had to get thousands of signatures and like contracts and he said like if i if i knew it was going to be that much work i would have cut that entire sequence because it was a complete why did they get the signatures because of the just to be able to film as much chaotic crazy shit like on Mm. the streets like because that was san francisco like they were just filming on the streets of that's why i have to give it to that like scene that that sequence is so fucking wild it was yeah for being in such a popular like and populated Mm -hmm. area that's the type of shit yeah it's it seems like that shot on location Mm -hmm. that you just don't they never will do that ever again. Yeah, you'll never get never get that. One. Like unless it's Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. yeah. Mission Impossible does that, like in Rome and shit like yeah. that. But um, not not with the level of destruction that comes with a, a Michael Bay movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean The Rock, it's great. Uh, I liked I liked the. Yeah. I mean, other little things I liked. I mean. The FBI monitoring station was kind of like the way it was lit was really cool. Like you had a lot of interesting like neon colors and stuff like blue hues and and green green under lights like lighting up their faces and stuff when they were looking at the maps. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was like, oh, yeah, this looks pretty neat. And same with like the deployment from the helicopter, you know, and how much Nicholas Cage was freaking out. And, <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god yeah that scene was great mm. yeah their whole uh entrance into alcatraz i actually really liked mm-hmm. all that stuff was really well done uh that was apparently one of the big battles he had with disney um where they were like we that's such a pain in the ass what you're doing can you can you just have them like enter on land they jump <laughs> they fucking parachute in or something and i think that was one of the things where connery was like no nah, i think they gotta approach it underwater i think that's like a cooler way to do it um, and it was. Yeah, I mean, if they do a parachute, that's just like you know, fucking Point Break yeah. already did it like two yeah. years before. Like whatever. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's the Rock. You guys, I mean Brian. Final <laughs> thoughts. Final thoughts. Like the Rock. This is just it feels like a balanced Michael Bay movie to me. Is what it feels like. It's just like it balanced the humor and the action. It's a little bit too long, but it almost just feels like two movies that could stand on their own. <laughs> Like in a good way. Yeah. Um, Imagine if they just remade this as like a series. It'd be pretty sick. As like a series? Ooh, yeah. yeah. That would be pretty cool. It'd have to be like a mini series. Yeah. Mini series. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That that would be cool. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You totally do that. But yeah, it's just like, I feel like these, the, everyone involved in this movie has been so influential since, and they've recycled so many of their tricks. that It's just so much fun to go back and watch this movie and to be able to see the matrix for the code that it is now and not just like 
<laughs> you know, yeah. not just spectacle, yeah. but I'm like, oh, that's what they were doing. Like, that's so interesting. And it, that's that aspect of it to me is probably one of my favorite parts is just to go back and say, okay, like mm-hmm. they recycled the song. He likes yellow cars. Like, yeah, just to see it is just so much fun. Yeah. You see the origins of yeah. uh, Michael Bay a little bit about you, Adam. I love this movie. I think it's one of my favorites on Bay's filmography and we'll see if it holds up. And as we go through, I mean, I love the the balance between Connery and Nicolas Cage. I thought all the sequences, all the action sequences were uh, they were coherent enough to where I wasn't like. Like jarred or anything like some headache inducing other like action sequences you'll see in later films, but. And they were enjoyable. I like the character. The strong characters, characters were all yeah, yeah, strong characters a lot. Like Ed mm-hmm. Harris, even like the douchey like mer- other Marines that Ed Harris was with, and then s- same with the complex the s- complexities of the U.S. government having to deal with the situation. Like it was all. I mean, it's it, it you know it's it's not realistic, but it was fun, obviously, and that's all that I was expecting from this. Um, and it's also on the Criterion, so I mean, like, is it a Criterion collection? You know, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and if it's on Criterion, cosine nineteen-year-old yeah. Adam and Brent would would have just like if I only knew. We should we should have loved this movie. Yeah. Well, I don't think we ever not loved this movie, but it's it's funny to say that Michael Bay is on Criterion, Steven Spielberg isn't. I always want to say that. <laughs> is he? I think he has one. Does I don't he think not? he has any. I think maybe he doesn't. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I'm gonna look that up as yeah. you say your final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to say, I think the the moment that earned this movie its spot on the Criterion is that sequence at the end when he holds up the flares. And it's just this incredible, yeah. truly oh, like 100 one of the best action scene shots. Like in a movie, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like he gets the flares. He just killed a guy. It looks so fucking Jets cool. fly overhead. Yeah. You know, fucking Michael Bay did that. <laughs> like, you know, he was like, we're going to fucking line this up perfectly. It's going to be slow motion. Um, that's like some platoon shit total yeah dude totally a platoon shot for sure um definitely an homage to that i didn't even think about that but totally um but yeah this movie's a a blast i love uh the kind of interplay between connery and cage uh i mean he i mean nick is uncaged in this one it feels (laughs) like like he's having a lot of fun and it, it gives the the movie kind of a kind of a weirder touch that i like like a lot of Nicolas Cage's movies have. Um, but then you have Connery who kind of grounds it in this kind of more, you know, adult serious thing. Uh, and then Ed Harris, uh, his character is great. He's like really, um, I don't know, just a lot more interesting than most action movie villains. Just like the, the scene when he like diverts the, the bomb to like go out to sea, And it's like, Oh, so he really was bluffing and he doesn't want to kill people, but he wants to, you know, get, you know, the soldiers that have have died under his command, kind of like the respect that they deserve. Um, You really like feel for him and he kind of has a tragic Mm -hmm. ending when he gets killed. Like when he realizes like, what what are his final words? Like, what have I done? Uh, His final words were close encounters of the third kind was released by the criterion. Oh, well, as it should be. That's good. And it feels out of place when he says it. You're you're very much like, huh, weird. First of all, that one, and also 
his final words, huh? Okay. Um, guess Harris yeah. was a big, right? What was his name in the movie? Oh, Hummel. Yeah. I guess Hummel was a big uh, Criterion hound. <laughs> guess he was always uh, lurking on those Criterion collection movies. Um, yeah. No, yeah, this movie's so much fun and has mm. like really great action. And um, yeah, and has great tension. And like, I think when it gets to Alcatraz and it balances the tension between, you know, all of the civilians who could be killed with, you know, the military who's going to bomb it and bombing San Francisco. All that stuff is handled really well, maybe better than anything in the future Michael Bay movies. I don't know. But I um, want to give a sh- quick shout out to the whoever designed the missiles in this movie. Oh, like, good, good rockets. Yeah, good. Missiles. Those are some good rockets. Like, it's just great, great rocket design. Like that's the one thing we all remember was those little green balls. Like, yeah, man, those little green balls. balls, iconic, iconic, literally yeah. iconic. Yeah. True. Yeah. Honest, truly iconic, like a good design mm. when like, uh, I was reading something about, there was this whole, I, I don't think, I don't even remember all the details, but this whole debacle of some secret, um, like missiles or like, uh, weapons, uh, I think after nine 11, you know, weapons of, of mass destruction. Oh, and yeah. Stuff. Did yeah. you read about this? It was, yeah, and how it was displayed or something. Or they, they described it. Yeah. They used, they used yeah. the rock as like an, ex, as like, <laughs> they were in these glass things. Yeah. And the screenwriter was like, that's bullshit. And any scientist will tell you that yeah. that is they, not practical at all. Like, yeah. you can't store, you know, materials like that in glass. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it really was like a cool production design concept to like have these little green fucking yeah we know it's not but you know it looks cool it looks cool as hell it lives like in the yeah. movie universe yes right? like, like, the yeah. movie turtles like yeah. just like there's ooze <laughs> yeah there's lightsabers there's little green balls but there's some like ball balls. was it like something about terrorists thinking that that they could do that or something and use them yeah some, something weird like some that. interesting like post 9 11 yeah. thing that that was yeah that the screenwriter was bummed that that kind of soured the legacy of this movie and i will say i don't think it has at all i think yeah. this movie's fucking great yeah a lot of people remember it as is one of bay's best and we'll see i guess this season if it if it is um but i think it's gonna do it for the rock brian oh yeah oh rockets for- on the rock Rockets on the rock. Weird. There we go. Make t-shirts. Rockets on the rock. Yeah. <laughs> rockets on the rock. Uh, Brian, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, mm. thanks for having me. It's always fun. I always, uh, I like revisiting these movies and uh, even expanding my knowledge of these directors mm. and stuff. So I'm excited. Every time you guys start a new season, I'm excited. This is great. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks. Oh, yeah, it's going to be Thanks really for fun. supporting and coming to our podcast. Yeah. Do you have anything that you want to... You know, oh, plug. Uh, <laughs> plug right in, man. Oh, the wrestling, right? I can plug yeah. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I could, um, but I really don't. I mean, okay. I mean, that's up to you. You don't yeah. have to. If you don't want to. Uh, heavy metal wrestling on the internet. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know how to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like San Antonio. Yeah. So in San Antonio, if you ever want to hang out at the Rolling Oaks Mall, and oh. there's a store that they, they host wrestling shows mm-hmm. in Friday oh. nights. In Selma? Like real close, no. yeah, right there. I right, right across oh, the street from IKEA. Oh, okay. it's across yeah, it's from at, IKEA. Uh, what's the name of that? The Rolling Oaks Mall in uh, I thirty five six two four. Yep, 
They my do. mom lives across the street from that mall. There's a mall. They, they took the store. It's like a regular store. They put a wrestling rink in and every Friday they have like wrestling shows. And so I'm oh, sitting yeah. in the back and I'm like editing the live stream and helping them direct that. Um, but it is just absolutely one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. That's okay. a great plug. I mean, that's, that's a cool, interesting that. plug. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. There, there you go. Heavy metal wrestling or Something like that, I think, if you Google it. <laughs> I mean, I've been to one of the shows back before they went to that, and it's a lot of fun. I, I thought, I think wrestling works way better at live than watching, personally. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I should yeah. go to one of those. I, I feel like I'd have a good time. Yeah, um, yeah so check that out, people, and uh, go to Delphin Pod. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Go Patreon. To Jesus Christ. Patreon.com slash delphin pod not back or forward forward slash god damn it um, there's only one slash what are, are, we, are people still using the other slash nobody, nobody does the well other, you use that you know. for like uh for for programming that's oh. so yeah all the programmers out there are like Just, did he say back or did he say forward i don't know what the <laughs> fuck to put on my goddamn browser yeah uh but yeah uh delphin pod at patreon go check you know what you know everything they have there they have a lot of stuff uh, i think even Adam and I are going to have a couple exclusive director Ooh, showdown wow. episodes dropping there this season that will keep you. Who knows? We might be, though. you know, there might be some exclusive naked pictures. Who knows? You got to maybe pay. Some, maybe, maybe some nudies. Some, some couple burly boys. <laughs> maybe some booty pics. Some booty pics. I mean, who can say? You wouldn't know unless you, you know. Unless you subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so go do that. Um, there's, you know, some other shows on there. Some, you know, we're talking about the Bad Batch. Uh, I've been watching Bad Batch. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Bad Batch kicks ass. It's really good so far. Um, And we're still talking higher public books, but we're on kind of a break. The next one's not out till the end of this month. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, go check that out. Adam, do we have anything else? Uh, Hashtag COVID's over. COVID's over. Hey, COVID's over. Shrug? I don't know. I don't know. Go to the movies again. Go see your family. Yeah, we we have been going to the movies, reporting back, and everything's been safe. So yeah. Get vaccinated too. Get vaccinated. yeah. Yeah. Quiet Place 2 is great. Army of Dead is great. <laughs> just things that are good. Uh, Underground Railroad's pretty good on Amazon. Uh, I'm just saying in theaters, Brad. Oh, okay. In, in theaters, theaters because yeah. this is a movie podcast. We, we, it's true. We're supposed to be supporting theaters. Alamo Drafthouse is coming back. Have you all seen yeah. Yeah? the uh, trailer for the Anthony Bourdain like documentary that's coming out in theaters? I kind of want to go see it. No. Oh. I feel like... Does he do a bunch of math in it? I don't know what he does. I don't know. But it's like on his life, right? Or yeah. I didn't know that was coming to, coming to theaters. theaters. It's yeah. funny. Every time I saw Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown, I'd always say Farts Unknown because <laughs> I thought it was funny to say it. Well, farts. and it's still funny and that is yeah. aged just as good as... It's aged like hope? fine wine. It tastes yeah. funny forever. <laughs> it tastes funny forever, <laughs> yep. Uh, I think it's going to be it, guys. Uh, next week, we're going to be back with Snyder. I think we're going to have a, a guest one of mm-hmm. our faves um, and we're going to be talking Dawn of the Dead going mm-hmm. back in time with Snyder um, so stay tuned Brian thanks again for being on thank you sir thanks, see you guys next week bye bye bye